0: Sakurai just released his last daily Smash Bros. screenshot on Twitter a few days ago. For like the last two or three years, he's been releasing every single day.
1: blood contract finally finished. Yeah. Like, (laughs) he can finally rest. (laughs) He must do this every day. His soul is free. His soul is free. (laughs) He can see his family again.
2: (laughs) The sigh of relief.
1: Welcome back our beautiful super agile nation. You already know what it is. It's your boy Bradston on the mic, ready to make it happen with the brothers themselves, with the boys. And I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to introduce him. Let's bring to the stage the boy Kyle. How are you doing sir? Hello Kyle.
2: Let me at him. Let me at him. Let's go. I'm doing good.
1: Let's go. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm doing good. a uh, little bit of little bit of weather in my throat today for whatever reason who knows why
0: this man's got a whole storm in the back of his mouth
1: brewing it's brewing so y'all probably might hear that in my tonality but you've already heard the other brother ready to go for the day we got a brother steve what's happening brother steve
0: man i feel like your intro always makes me feel like i need i I gotta come into the room down a ramp with like a cape and a crown and like a belt around my waist yes
1: Get ready. You're about to you take my shirt off. I that you always do.
0: Body slam somebody. About to
2: fight, son. Fight for your life, son. Defending yes. his championship belt.
1: He's the, the winner of the most L's of all time. So, <laughs> so um, The
0: undefeated loser. <laughs>
1: he's never won. Uh, so, you know what? Today, we're going to jump right into the topic because I think we have a really good one. We're mm. going to go on many tangents. You know us. We know how he is. But Get I, ready. I think we have a great one. And I think you know. Let's just cut straight to it. Let's talk about games, but particular. We want to talk about Nintendo multiplayer games, Grames. games, games, games. <laughs> My favorite
0: <laughs> live typos. That's what they call them. Yes, they call them.
1: <laughs> um, and what makes them so great? So what makes Nintendo games, particularly multiplayer games, so great? And uh, I would probably feel confident to say that all of the guys on this podcast feel that Nintendo is holding it down but I'd love to hear their opinions maybe I'm wrong I maybe I'm just you know putting stuff out there that's going to get thrown down but uh to start out to start out with our discussion let me ask y'all this do y'all agree with that statement do y'all think that Nintendo multiplayer games
0: mm-hmm. are really that great <laughs> and um yeah just in a general level I wouldn't know I only play solitaire
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm. Two-player solitaire with, with yourself.
0: With yourself, yeah. <laughs> I, I I have two screens because I'm you know filthy rich, and so I put one on one screen and one on the other. And I just go back and forth. Mm. This man yeah. There's
2: one card on one screen.
0: This man's living in 2052. I see. That's you. right. Uh, should I answer seriously? Is that <laughs> the expectation? Now? I thought you were. Oh, yeah. No, um, absolutely. <laughs> you not. thought. Oh, first, well, folks. Okay, so what was the question? What makes them great? I think what makes or, them great. Or do you agree with that statement? And do I agree with so, them? So on and so forth. Do I agree with them, them statements? Yeah, I think Nintendo has cut out a very nice little niche for themselves in the multiplayer market. Um, I mean, obviously there are other excellent multiplayer. Well, there are multiplayer franchises that are not like Nintendo games um but i feel like nintendo's multiplayer games are multiplayer first whereas something that i love like halo is single player well i don't know i always thought of it as single player first with a fantastic you know multiplayer setup but maybe other people feel differently mm. Um. but to me i always felt like halo was a campaign game that just had great multiplayer uh but with the nintendo like a mario kart or something like you're not supposed to play Mario Kart by yourself. It's made to like frustrate you with your friends. So, to, it's made to help you frustrate your friends. Like every Nintendo game. Maybe that's the secret is it's a uh, cooperative sometimes, but also there's always like a, a, a skosh of competition. And when there's flat out competition, it's a skosh of obnoxious insanity
1: you know, part like to me. It, it's funny because I think when I think of Nintendo multiplayer games, I like first of all, when I think of multiplayer games, I like I think of two generations, like local multiplayer and then online. <laughs> and then when I think about Nintendo as far as local multiplayer games, I'm like 100% games are great. Right. They're so right. good. When I think of online, I'm like, well, their implementation <laughs> is not that great. But the the thing is I don't think that it makes the games less great. It's just that their online implementation a lot of their games are not that great. But, overall, and and I want to say this, it's not just that Nintendo games on their, games on the Nintendo systems that are multiplayer are great. It's Nintendo games on Nintendo systems, you know, games made by Nintendo, that seem to always just stand out, you know? And even the most randomest like you, you just anything if they say oh mario golf who thought that that was going to be one of the most fire games ever yeah, you know did, did you buy the new one have you played it no i don't think i have played i don't it know it looks wild man game. running all over the, the green it's like a open world <laughs> golf game or something <laughs> No, no golf. no it's not open world <laughs> breath of the open wild green
0: <laughs> open green golf game
1: Mario Golf of the Wild.
0: It really makes you feel like a golf club.
1: club. Mm. Mm. Mm.
2: I have to somewhat agree with the statement.
0: (gasps) Only somewhat?
2: Only somewhat. Because, I mean, you think about... So, I think that Nintendo is kind of undisputed when it comes to couch co-op. Okay. Because, like, since their inception, as a card, a playing card manufacturing company, right? They've mm-hmm. always been focused on, like, family gaming. And and then they made the arcade machines. You play them by yourself because they didn't figure out multiplayer that much back then. But the way they'd handle scoring and like, short rounds and games that were interesting to watch, you still have that aspect of, like, you're, you're both playing at the same time, even if one of you is a spectator. And then, like, the Famicom. And then, like, I think it, they kind of embed multiplayer into their games in a way that's Beyond just making a game for people to play in a group. Like they think about like what, what game would just be fun for us to just go do. And then they make that into a game. Mm. And it's like, it's like on such a deep like richness when it's from like Nintendo themselves. Cause they, they license multiplayer games that aren't very good, but like the core ones. If it's got Mario in the title, you can yeah. almost guarantee it's going to be multiplayer and it's going to be fire.
1: Yeah. For the most part yeah i think
0: there's there's definitely a few mario games i think about odyssey where they try to shoehorn multiplayer in and it just it feels bad man yeah, it, yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever played galaxy's multiplayer where like no essen- i didn't know galaxy had essentially multiplayer.
1: essentially galaxy's multiplayer is you when you're the other player if you like t- t- flick your controller it makes mario spin
0: or something like that or, oh, yeah. One person c- controls the pointer. Yeah. You
1: collect the star rights. And you can collect the star rights and stuff like that. Like, yeah. It's like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. shoehorned in experiences, I will say, at least
2: they show a lot of restraint and the mechanics they do make work. But no, it's never fun whenever they do that.
0: Yeah. But you know what I want to see? I want to see Mario Sunshine with shoehorned multiplayer.
2: <laughs> oh, my lord.
0: You just play as like a disembodied flow of water, man. I just want to
1: play as one of the uh, the the inhabitants the, the the people who live on uh, what's that island? The piantas, yeah, the the weird looking pianta people. It... Like they've well, there's that.
0: there's several like species that live there. So you have the big blob looking folks, the piantas, mm-hmm. but then there's also the little shell people. I think yeah. they're called nokis Not them. I don't want to be one of them. You don't want to be one of them. You want to be one of the big boys. The big boys. Big boys.
1: They, and they feel so... They're gloopy. Like, you can jump off yeah. their head. You know, they kind of go weird walk. Boom. <laughs> you know. Um, is
2: that a language they're speaking?
0: They just kind of go... Makes, <laughs> they make a sound <laughs> of sorts. They, they sound like somebody making fun of the Danes. <laughs> but but oh. something you said, Kyle,
1: is what I think makes Nintendo stand out is that from the very beginning the very beginning mm-hmm. of any gaming experience that Nintendo makes there seems to be a lot of thought about not only the person playing the game but the person who might be with the person playing the game in some mm-hmm. way right because like a random game that i think it, it like i think we talked about in one episode how like Assassin's Creed had multiplayer and it was better than it probably should have been, right? Um, it's kind of how I feel about Star Fox 64, where, like, Star, 60, Star Fox 64, which was based on Star Fox, which was on the Super Nintendo or whatever, like, that was a single-player game, right? And it was, you're flying around, and you're fighting enemies, and it was, all, like, it was like a, what do you call it, on-rails kind of thing, right? Yeah. But, like, you could move around, and then they'd have those spaces where you could go all range mode or whatever, and fly around in an environment. But I feel like a, for a game that was so solid. From a single player standpoint. Their multiplayer mode was so. It seemed so like simple. But it was also so well done. And mm. I spent so many hours as a kid. Playing Star Fox 64 with my siblings. Even though it was like clear. That Star Fox, Star Fox 64 is a single player game focused. But it felt like they knew. Hey like. We can embed some of the systems, like take the best things out of it, you know, add in these little mechanics. And I feel like Star Fox 64 became one of our standard multiplayer games right next to Mario Kart Mm. and um, like any other game when I was a kid. You know, it's so I don't know. I feel like the DNA of Nintendo games, they they know how to really bring the best
0: elements of their games
1: into multiplayer, you know?
0: they're always looking for something even if it maybe doesn't feel great like in galaxy or in odyssey like they're like how can we include somebody's little brother or sister like you know a kid's not going to be mad at being the hat or at letting you be the hat right? right
2: they're invincible
0: yeah um uh what is it uh luigi's mansion 3 in that game the multiplayer looks like basically uh <laughs> it's funny because you start the game you don't have multiplayer until you unlock guigi which is pretty early in the game. Um, but yeah, the second player just plays as Guiji. That's actually not bad. Like one it's definitely asymmetrical. It's definitely very knack. But uh it's fun to be a Guiji. You can walk through spikes, you can uh you know, slide through pipes and stuff. You if you die, you just come back a few minutes later. It can smart be not like take the, you can be the test dummy.
2: It's a smart take on, like, the clone formula that a lot of multiplayer games used to pick up back in the day. Like, if they had a really strong game and they knew that it worked with the character they made, and just to, another way to shoehorn in multiplayer would just be, like, clone them with another color p- palette.
0: Like, a
1: lot of, like, beat up games used to do that. Yeah, Nack did it. Knack,
0: Knack, Knack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: was going to bring yeah. it back later, but I was like... Uh, let's not invoke <laughs> his name too early. <laughs> is Nack a,
2: NAC a Nintendo I mean, game? Is he a Absolutely. In Smash Bros. First party Nintendo.
0: <laughs> but, I, yeah, I so think I, pieces are an item you can throw around. Oh, um, man.
2: Yeah. NAC might actually make a pretty decent Smash Bros. character. I mean, they, I, I'm confident in their ability to make pretty much any character into a Smash Bros. character
0: yeah. since,
2: since Game & Watch. Uh,
0: so. Sorry, cool. you were saying I interrupted you about Nack.
2: I forgot where I was going, but effectively. The, the uh Goigi I think is a really smart take on like on the clone. The clone aspect I guess that some developers take when it comes to multiplayer. Because he is effectively a clone of Luigi with, you know but he's got the handful of abilities that make him feel unique. And you know yeah. and it's helpful to have two people. So
0: I wonder well so the when you play multiplayer Luigi's mansion it's the exact same game. The only difference is somebody's controlling Luigi. If you're playing by yourself, there's a button to switch control between Luigi and Gooigi. Uh-huh. Because the campaign is made to be... The puzzles are made to be solved with a second GUI, GUI player. Whether that's you or a friend. Ah. So, so I wonder if... Um, like, So it's a little easier with two people? Well, I don't know. I guess it depends. Like, I don't have to communicate with anybody when I'm playing by myself. I can just execute but if i'm playing with kiesha i have to be like oh you know here's my thinking maybe we, we, we come to a conclusion together i wonder what the development process for that was like did they start like how do we did they start looking for features that would make good multiplayer or did they love guiji and then just like, have a light bulb moment and be like aha our second player
1: I, I have a feeling similar to how, how i feel about like overcooked And how Overcooked has a single-player mode, but it shines the most when you're playing with somebody else, right? Like definitely. um, I feel like Nintendo seems like the type that would build the game with two people in mind from the very beginning, and then just try to make sure that as they build those mechanics, that it would still work without another person, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, almost like they... It's almost like they, I feel like they probably did it in tandem, you know, like, yeah, the goal, mm-hmm. like, what would it feel like to play this game with somebody the whole way through? And what would it feel like not to? And I've, I personally haven't played Luigi's Mansion 3, so I can't speak for that experience. But I imagine that the experience in the single player doesn't feel like like you're being cheated. You know what I'm saying? It just feels no, it doesn't. different. Right. Like, or maybe a little bit slower or something like that. But, am I is is that fair?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, so when you're playing Odyssey and you try to play two player, you're like, though, when you're playing one player, it's like really (laughs) obvious this was made for this. Mm -hmm. With yeah, with Luigi's Mansion, I honestly felt the same way. I played it the first, I played it by myself, and I'm like, this is incredible. And then I saw someone else playing, or I played some of the multiplayer with friends. There, other than the campaign mode, there is also like a dedicated multiplayer mode, mini games. Um, oh, okay. Mini mini games and 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 like uh, there's a mode where you have to clear out floors with multiple pairs of Luigi Guigi uh, groups. Um, we really played fun. that. Yeah, it was really great. It's awesome. And so for that, Luigi and Guigi is like, it feels perfect. It feels built in. There's no puzzles. You just catching ghosts mm-hmm. um so for the most part there's no difference the, the real difference is just that guiji has less health but he comes back eventually and only guiji can go into certain rooms with like a, a duct that he squirms through but like other than that you're just running around catching ghosts together so it doesn't matter um it'd be so, awesome no, it's too. it's hard to say it's hard to say what uh which one came first
2: yeah, it, I think it'd be awesome to be able to peer behind that curtain, though, at Nintendo to see their development process. Because mm-hmm. I have heard it said before that they, at least some of them there, they t- they try to shy away from sequels for the sake of sequels. And so mm-hmm. whenever they do make, especially like Mario sequels, like the, the new mechanic that they're introducing is what kind of, yeah, like, it, it's what makes it to where they can rationalize, okay, we're going to make this new game. So part of me thinks that they were just trying to give Luigi something in his kit for Luigi's Mansion 3, and it just became, over time, oh, no, this should just be a separate character versus Luigi turning into slime all of a sudden or something.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah, and if you think about it, the only game that I can think of, and, and there's probably other ones, but off the top of my head, the only game that I can think of that had, like, what I would say is, like, the most direct sequel that almost felt like it wasn't really that much of a different game was Mario Galaxy 2, right? Like, it almost felt like yeah. Mario Galaxy 2 was just, like, the DLC that they didn't have time to, like, add. So they went, you know what? Let's go ahead and <laughs> add more levels, add, you know, more stuff and, like, fully flesh it out because we have more ideas. And they were like, ah, we don't want to just throw them away, you know? But yeah. but they're very deliberate, about okay, if we're gonna make a new game, there needs to be a new mechanic, and I feel like Guigi was the mechanic, and so they yeah, they thought for very, the most part probably thought very carefully about it, and they were like, oh, this is gonna be a multiplayer game, this makes sense, okay, how do we make it feel good in both, you know?
0: Um, it's it's funny that we ended up talking about this. We started, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that the spirit of the conversation was supposed to be on. Like Nintendo multiplayer, like the games that are obviously multiplayer first, like Mario Kart or, you know, racing games and stuff, or other racing games or fighting games or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we've moved over to like games that probably are single player first and just happen to have multiplayer aspects. And I wonder if that's because of something I've been thinking about. One of the reasons that Nintendo multiplayer games are so good is for the same reason that just in general... Nintendo games are so good, which is like all the, like the way that they think about developing a game and designing and mechanics and gameplay loops, you know, the way that they do so much attention to detail, like all of their games are delightful. Mm -hmm. And therefore the multiplayer games are also delightful.
2: Yeah. They make a game that's just fun to play by yourself. And so it it almost kind of lends itself automatically, if you will, auto magically. To, mm-hmm. if you do it with other people because you're already having a good time if they can't grief you too bad <laughs> then you should still be okay yeah but it, but their character controllers and like the way they make you feel whenever you're playing as one of their characters i think is one of the biggest things
1: yeah it's the complete opposite of falling order like they clearly spent <laughs> a lot of time like making sure that the game feels good no matter what the game is if it's Splatoon, to star fox to zelda you know what i'm saying like You can feel that the essence of the game was built around this one mechanic or a few mechanics and the controlling of that mechanic. And then everything else is just amplifies that. Right. And I think, yeah, like you said, if if you spend a lot of time really making sure that your games are exactly what they need to be for your audience, it never feel like I mean, Mario Galaxy seems to be one of the exceptions where it feels like the multiplayer is kind of, you know, uh, you know, but it's still kind of like a thoughtful approach, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, versus like something, um, I don't know, like even Knack, let's let's use Knack, for example, like Knack clearly felt like they made the whole game to be single player. And then later somebody said we should make it multiplayer. (laughs) (laughs) I want to play too, you know, and they were like, perfect. Just add another Knack and make him respawn when he dies. Like, that was it. <laughs> there was yeah. nothing deeper than that. And then there's a Oh, ga- should this
2: other Knack influence the camera? Nah.
1: Nah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and then, and then Nintendo having an opportunity, which I think they could have easily done, was made some game like Breath of the Wild multiplayer.
0: And it mm. wouldn't
1: have been a bad decision. This is like an open world game. There's not a linear storyline. They already have a strong mechanic. All you have to do is say, oh, he has the power to make, you know, Shadow Link using his little tablet.
0: He has a Shadow Jutsu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: and Or just completely not explain it because you could do that too. And I think it would have still been a great game. Of course, they would have had to balance it out. It would have been pretty difficult to make because, you know, how, how does the enemy deal with two characters on the screen, who does it prioritize right. AI and stuff, but I think they could have done it it would have probably felt terrible <laughs> and weird, or the game would have come out three years later you know, but they made yeah. the decision like nope, we don't care, it might be and good instead
2: they made Hyrule Warriors
1: <laughs> which is a great game that me and my wife would have 100% to, 100%, 100% to, a, to a certain degree, if it wasn't for the Korok seeds
0: <laughs> so that's fair, yeah Can you imagine though? I feel like they really pushed the engine and the switch as far as they could to make the game look and feel as good as it did. I don't think they could support two players. It'd be rough. Like they would, yeah, it would be really. It'd be breath of the rough, you know, Um,
1: (laughs) rough, rough of the wild. Yes, but then there's NAC two, so it's definitely possible. (laughs) Well, everything is possible.
0: NAC two. Actually, fixed a lot of the issues we didn't like about NAC. It felt much better to play. Yes, two player, but, two player. It did, but
1: NAC one existed, right? So sure. <laughs> and
2: how did the existence of NAC one facilitate a NAC two?
1: They already had. It was
2: budget. so bad.
1: They already had the budget for it. It was already baked in. You know, it, oh. and it probably actually sold decently because it was one of the f- only games. Was it bundled? Yeah. It wasn't bundled, but I think it was, it was. It was. like a launch title. It was a right? launch title, and it was one of the first PlayStation Four only games. Mm. So, uh, and it's kid friendly and all that stuff. So it's perfect. So they thought people loved it. They knew it made money. <laughs> <laughs> that's They're all like, they care about. Let's, keep, let's try it again. I don't know if Knack Two made money though. <laughs> Fool me. Oh, once. That's right. Knack was a was like a tech demo, wasn't it? More or less. Of what's what is capable, all the particles and
2: yeah,
0: little pieces. It looks. I mean, it it didn't look great, but the particle effects were very super, impressive, super cool, and it felt the yeah. physics
1: of all of them felt yeah, kind of cool. And um, but but let's not make this Knack talk. But <laughs> <laughs> you sound like believers to me. We should do a deep dive on Knack. Uh, no, that now. that that's a possibility.
0: <laughs> that would involve me buying it which i refuse no to we've do. already played
1: through the game just one of us needs to play it and then the rest uh, of you. one of us being kyle yeah i feel like i know enough about you now haven't played it though it. you haven't played it with another human yeah you can't
0: deep dive just from our <laughs> you know what we could do we could the deep dive could actually just be me and your deep dive, mine and yours deep dive we just explained to Kyle and he can, <sighs> that's an interesting thought. Instead oh of all three gosh. of us complaining, just two of us complaining. <laughs> the thing is, so you have
1: to relive it in
2: intricate detail because yeah. I won't know anything. The
1: thing is, I purged a lot of the experience from my mind. You that's, know? that's
0: what I'm thinking. It's so, impossible. It's in there.
1: So, I mean, of course, trauma, you can't remove trauma easily. Exactly. So it's like, I feel like we need to watch Kyle play it and it'll bring back those feelings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Kyle and Julie, his, you know, <laughs> Kyle and his wife need to play. And it's just like, Bro. oh, man. Don't strain my marriage this way. But the thing
0: is, it wouldn't strike. Do you think she would go for
1: it? Would she go for it? Mm. Probably for a
2: little bit. As much as she could stand. She's usually down.
1: See, the thing is, player two in NAC is literally your invincible and can do whatever you want. So it's a yeah. great experience when you're player two. Oh, well, she yeah. might be down for that
0: then. I would, I would basically just become the... Uh, the Decoy, I would run out into a boss fight and just aggro the boss, and Brad would be my health pool pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a difficult. I would have
1: to really think through my approach so I don't die, and he could just go, Hey, I'm beat up everybody.
0: Yeah, man, the real, but if I great. died, it was a problem. Wait, oh, if you died after he died, no, no, well, no, no, no. Well, if, if if I if he died, it doesn't matter, but if I die, like. And he's it's just him by himself. Then suddenly he's exposed. Yeah, and then yeah. I die,
1: and then it actually we have to restart. So it became a problem. Yeah. yeah, and and then Nat took it was like three hits and he died. Yeah, but on the on the other the player two it was like five to six for some reason. I can't tell you how that balance. So speak. So so it, and it goes back to this <laughs> thing where it's like Nintendo is so intentional behind it. Mm-hmm. And and once again, like you were saying, Steve, like. We're not even talking about their multiplayer, ma- like multiplayer only games. We're talking about right. games that have multiplayer in them as a part of a consequence of the mechanic fitting it and Nintendo feeling it. But like, then we get into the okay. games that are Nintendo multiplayer games. Like, hands down, most people would say one of the best Nintendo multiplayer games is Mario Kart. Right? Like, mm-hmm. Like, I sometimes think to myself, I imagine the boardroom meeting where somebody pitched this idea. They were like, look, let's take all of our little random Nintendo characters (laughs) and put them on carts. (laughs) And then they'll drive around and they'll shoot each other with shells and they'll drive around in these maps. And, you know, also, this is on the Super Nintendo and they didn't have the. Like, this wasn't a 3D system yet. Oof. So they are like, yeah. we actually need to create, like, a system. Well, it kind of existed at the time, and they were kind of building it. I forget what it was called. Um, I can't remember the name of the system. But it's like, we need to use this cutting-edge technology on the Super Nintendo to make it happen. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. It'll be a strong game, you know?
0: <laughs> didn't, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't the first Star Fox game use some fancy new chip? For its 3D uh, environment graphics, I think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not Do sure. Do we remember which one came out first?
1: I'm not sure. if It was like a new Super Nintendo. I think it was just a new way that they used the existing chip. Uh,
0: no, no, no. no. It, they, they. I think they had a chip in the cartridge.
1: Oh, oh! You're saying as like kind of like an expansion,
0: for yeah, yeah. It was in, it was built into the game. To be able to render these new graphics, that sounds familiar. Because yeah,
2: that's how they would do like the three D scrolling effects and stuff. They did have to make yeah
1: new I technology. If it the same in stuff. Mario Kart. I yeah. think that Star Fox came out before Mario Kart, from what I recall. Um, because Star Fox wasn't the first game, I don't think, but no. it kind of I, there's a particular mechanic. There's a particular technology. There were using. a
2: bunch of games I can't on the Super Nintendo that used it because uh, there was a, a Disney game, one of the Mickey Mouse ones, that used it to great effect. Uh, one of these, one of the levels where Mickey's running down like a hallway or something, and somebody does a breakdown where it's like three separate layers, and rather than it just being animated, it's actually like, you know, using math, it's curving. So yeah, it's it's throughout the Super Nintendo, at least in a, in a handful
0: cool. of. That's yeah. really cool. You know, I actually don't think that the boardroom meeting would have been that weird. And this is why I, cause I think about those old games and at the time the cutting edge technology was like 3d spaces mm-hmm. and what better way to show them off than like, I, then, then movement, you know? So like racing, flying, stuff like that. I feel like it made sense. I think it was just, you know, F-Zero was around that time too, right? Oh, yeah, F-Zero. So uh, to me, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Let's, let's make an F-Zero game that isn't as ridiculous. And uh, we'll have some cartoon characters in it and throw shells at each other. <laughs> Imagine. I mean, once, once you have the world of Mario, no, no amount of ludicrous, ludicrousy is too much. They had to
2: take the step, though. Like, someone had to pitch. Bowser is going to throw a banana peel at Donkey Kong. While they're both driving little carts,
0: I will. You're right. I don't think banana peels were an established part of the uh, Super Mario lore at that point, so that would have been a new step.
1: And and you have to think about Nintendo as a company
0: in innovation. Like
1: <laughs> they're always about like the cutting edge and doing wacky things, but they're also like very like they treat their <clears throat> sorry they treat their like craft very sacredly, like. You—they're yeah. not gonna just let you take something and do anything with it, right? They're gonna drag you to prison first. So you—you mm-hmm. you have to really feel like this idea was something that, like, I almost feel like you're right, Steve, in that it was like, let's find a way to to show this cool technology. What would be cool to do it, you know?
2: Yeah, and then it just landed here because yeah, it doesn't because yeah, it doesn't feel like Mario Kart is a tech demo in. Any sense of the form, but yeah, for all intents and purposes, it really could have been thought of that way.
1: Yeah, they, it was I... mode seven. That's what it's called, mode seven graphics,
2: where, uh... where was,
1: they could make it feel like it's three D within a two D space. How they do the texture mapping. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, like, what was there any? I'm trying to think. Was there any? system i mean no, no i think nintendo was the only system at the time that had as many strong mascots right because they had all of the like all of the nintendo characters were like very strong you know like yoshi yeah. mario bowser luigi princess peach you know like those are sega all had a few sega had a few but but all of them in basically the same world You know what I mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like like Sega had different games that were kind of made separately. So you couldn't easily bring them into the same space. You know what I'm saying? But Nintendo had such a strong motif. And then they go, okay, cool. What if you got to play with all those characters? What would those characters do for fun? They would race carts, (laughs) (laughs) You know? And then I feel like, I don't know, personally, I think Nintendo's multiplayer... Heyday was, of course, personally, the Nintendo 64. When, or or the oh, it be, it off, the man. beginning of their dominance. Like, Nintendo 64 is mean, clearly a multiplayer game system, right?
2: Four player ports out of the gate. Like, it hadn't been done so intentionally before. And then everything ran buttery smooth.
0: Hmm.
2: And then Super Smash Bros. just took the world by storm on the 64. Or was it just called Smash Bros. back then? No, it was Super Smash Bros. It was, it was,
0: it was Super. called Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Super That's a- Smash Bros.
2: Yeah. And it was just like, they, they just went for it, man. Because that was another game where they just put characters and they were like, hope you recognize them and put them in there. And people were like, I don't know who this character is. And then they've still been using smash bros as a vehicle to introduce people to new characters it's pretty amazing that it worked out that way but i mean it's because the game was so strong
0: i mean super <laughs> Man, I go ahead i still remember the sound of samus's charge beam mm. from smash 64
2: yeah, like somebody gargling listerine uh,
1: graphics sound design
0: <laughs> sure uh yeah that was my first experience with samus and I think, um, obviously, Melee, for a lot of people, Melee was the first experience with any uh, Fire Emblem characters. Mm-hmm. And, and now they just keep coming. And I mean, I think and it's interesting
1: because coming. if you think about that game, it, number one, I mean, it's, it's only it was pretty limited what they could do, right, with the system and how many characters they could have. But like when you look back at that game, it seems super tame, right? There's only, what, like 12 characters? I think it's 12, yeah. Or something. And most of the characters are pretty popular, like pretty known, because it's like Link, and Yoshi, and Kirby, Mario, Luigi. Um, Put Jigglypuff
0: in there.
1: Jigglypuff. I uh, forgot Pikachu, the most famous of them all. And, and that's what I'm saying, like, it's pretty, po- <laughs> pretty popular. Star Fox. Um, pretty popular characters, right? Like, They didn't they didn't bring in the the weird characters till later. But even I mean, Samus was kind of a weird character. Samus was was you? Metroid. Metroid had so many games at that point. Super Metroid. Uh, Metroid. uh, Let's see. um, By 64 time. um, It had at least three or four games in the Metroid. It was very popular in the Nintendo verse.
0: Was it very popular? I always thought Metroid was kind of an underdog, especially in Japan.
1: Uh, I, th- I think in the U.S., Metroid was pretty... I mean, there's... Metro- a lot of people who talk about their favorite gaming moments or their favorite favorite gaming Easter eggs are going to talk about Metroid, right? Like, okay. you know, revealing yeah. that Samus is a woman, you know? Um, and as far as Nintendo characters, Metroid was a strong one, you know? Like, like I hadn't... It was just, it's a strong IP. Yeah, yeah. And, and once again... Speaking
0: of Metroid... Metroid Prime 2 has a multiplayer mode. Uh, It's kind of like a. It's, yeah, it's an arena shooter and uh, it's hilarious. It's a bunch of Samus's shooting at each other. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that
2: (laughs) took the the Halo formula.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I
1: think that one was a difficult sell, though, because I think the mechanics for Metroid are a little bit more. Like, you kind of really got to get used to them. Yeah,
0: it doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. It was fun for what it was, but looking back on it now, I'm like, "Eh."
1: yeah, it was. It was
0: probably one of the more like "Eh, dicey. But
1: like Super Smash Brothers really pushed. I don't know the envelope. I mean, how they did everything, the music, the galleries. It just felt like they really were like, yo, we're gonna put everything in this. And I mean, of course, we know that our boy put his whole heart and soul into making the Smash Brothers franchise. If
2: I mean, oh, till he had nothing left.
0: Yeah,
1: now he's just a wisp. He's a husk. <laughs> he is nothing he, without.
0: You know, Sakurai just—I think it was a few days ago—he just released his last daily Smash Bros. screenshot on Twitter a few oh, days ago. Oh, that's bittersweet. For like the last two or three years, he's been releasing every single day a screenshot from the game.
2: Man.
1: His blood contract finally finished. Yeah, like <laughs> he can finally rest. You must do this every day. His soul is free. His soul is free. <laughs> he can see his family again. <laughs> the sigh of relief. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean that's pretty cool. That's that 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 is that exemplifies the attitude. I feel like that underlies Smash Bros. For sure.
2: Yeah, you could see his the heart love of in the these
0: games. Yeah, I feel. I feel like okay. Well, let's do this. Let's just
1: talk about some of our favorite multiplayer games, Nintendo multiplayer games, and
0: you know, we should talk about our least favorite Nintendo multiplayer <laughs> games. We already <laughs> talked about our favorites.
1: I Wrong. I have tons of other games that we haven't talked about yet. That I
2: I, I want to bring up a game. So it's not made by Nintendo, but it was on the Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> It's actually a Rare game, I think.
1: Well, but, I, uh, I would say Rare games pretty much at that point were like close like to being the second cousins yeah, to the Nintendo. Yeah. They might but, have um, been, yeah.
2: Goldeneye 007.
1: Of course. Of course. Bad boy right there. Bad boy. That right game around. right there,
2: man. Ooh. It would get you just as fired up as Mario Kart would, to be honest. I'd say even more. Maybe more so because you are shooting each other. So it's a little, bit, a little bit more intense.
0: We're throwing hats at each other.
2: Oh, God. If if you pick Odd Job, show
0: yourself out. You're a scrub. If you pick Odd Job or you're a Ness main, you're a scrub.
1: <laughs> Ness is banned. <laughs> Ness only. No, I mean, I feel like GoldenEye was one of those games. First of all, like, yeah, I think Rare, like you said, is like first to second cousin. Um, there is truly a partnership because. You got to think about, there there weren't many, there were shooters at that time, but at that time there wasn't joysticks, right? So most shooters kind of worked the same, but like, this is one of those shooters that used the single joystick with the D-pad and it did such a good job, you know, and it was a licensed title. Like, think about that. One of the hottest games ever made was a licensed title. Pierce Brosnan
2: was in that boy.
0: He was. he was. on, he was printed on the cartridge. Crazy. Crazy, like... You think he has that cartridge, like, framed on his wall so no, no, Like, game. one of the first prints? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> his lawyer
1: said, hey, you want to be in the game? He's like, how much am I getting paid? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. No, no. Miss me with house. that noise. We made you. <laughs> but no, I mean, number one, just going back to that whole idea of like, uh, seven had a strong single player like a it did f- very strong it had a storyline i mean it was followed the movie but it was different and characters Boris and odd job and Natalia and all these different people <laughs> you know and then and then i mean i think they did what i think is the best implementation of like uh what do you call it? like cheats or like mm. uh, not cheats what, what would you call that like Modifiers, like the big head mode. And like stuff? yeah, like big head mode, golden gun, uh slaps only. Uh, I mean, there were codes
2: you put in, so I
0: didn't think there were some no cheat codes.
1: Yeah, it was great. Did did y'all play it? I guess when it came, when it was most popular. Uh
0: I barely remember playing GoldenEye. I didn't own the system, so I might have played it a handful of times at my friend's house. I have a very half vivid memory of being at a friend's sleepover in my neighborhood for his birthday and all the guys are playing goldeneye and i was trying to go to sleep because mm. it was like you know 9:30 was past my bedtime so i went to sleep outside on like the landing upstairs and at some point they came out and they tried to push me down the stairs Ooh. like it and i Held on for dear life. Um, Steve, Steve to murder Steve you. was so that's the my... kid at
1: the birthday party who was trying to go to sleep <laughs> on time. Because
0: only four people. Could, that's why they wouldn't put Goldeneye you out the the
1: Nine o'clock, guys. They were like, "I'm gonna go tell your mom that you're still awake. We should be asleep." Like, are you serious <laughs> right now?
0: Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to snitch. I just, I wanted peace, man. And I was you bored. I can't do play the game to get it. So that was my GoldenEye experience. I played a lot of Nightfire, which I'm sure isn't as good. And it was on the PS2, so it's a t- totally different ballpark. But Nightfire is a lot of fun. And I played a lot of Nightfire at my friend's house.
1: Yes. I, I will say this, and I- we'll definitely talk 007. Nightfire, I think, was one of the first games I ever played that had competent AI that was actually fun to play against. Mm. And, like, mm-hmm. you could actually play, like, in other games, if there's AI, you just, like, mollywop them. But it would actually feel like you're playing a game with other people. <laughs> it was pretty good. I played it on the GameCube. Um, I used to play the mess out of that. Um,
2: yeah. Sounds better than Fortnite bots.
1: Yeah, I would I would dare say that they were, like, better than Fortnite bots. And they felt competitive, like. And, and you could mix a team to have, like, hard bots, easy bots, mid bots. So you'd have oh. this kind of texture. So, you could set out, you know, and then on your team, yeah. you could have a bunch of easy bots. So, you could kind of... It was fun. I love the lodge level where it's like there's one lodge up yes. on top of the hill and one at the bottom.
0: And, like, yes. that, that, that was the only level we that played. That was
1: so good. That That was... Man. With the
0: sentinels, the sentinels. Oh my goodness! And the little uh, the RC uh, vehicles, mm-hmm. the tank, and the little helicopter,
1: To shoot right. out a rocket that you could control.
0: Yeah, there was <laughs> there were two RC vehicles that you could control, and basically it was like getting a tank or a helicopter or whatever in Halo, mm-hmm. except they were tiny, mm-hmm. and they were <laughs> incredibly dangerous. So, <laughs> to the, to the other people. It was um. So yeah, you would you would just hear. And you're like, oh god, I gotta get inside, I gotta run. <laughs> yes,
1: you hear like, oh my goodness, I gotta get somewhere, I gotta get somewhere. I don't want to find me. And then I think it also had six versus six multiplayer, or something oh, like wow. that. Oh wow, did it? Yeah,
0: with only four controllers. Yeah, I think that you could do two two or two yeah, but
1: or four free for all. But you could have up to six or eight. I can't remember. I'm, I'm gonna look
0: this up, but it was it was not. I do remember. I do remember. Nightfire like is one
1: of those secret like sleeper games that like. I didn't really like the the main story, the story
0: game. I don't much. remember. It was, the main story. It was, it's not it's not based on one of the movies or even a book. I don't think it's just it's for the game. Hmm. Yeah. Whereas Goldeneye was supposedly from one of the movies or sorry, one of the books.
2: Maybe it's one of those cases where they were making the game first and they just slapped an IP on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Multiplayer I mean,
1: allowed it's fine, for yeah. up to the use of twelve bots.
2: Twelve bots. Yeah, that sounds right. It was chaos. Yeah. That's
1: why I loved it. It was just chaos. That sounds chaotic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that game.
0: The lodge level also had uh, a running loop of um, the little uh, uh, tr- tra- the the hanging trolleys. Yeah. You know, like when you're going up the like a ski lift, like things. Ski oh. lift. So so you could mm-hmm. just hide in the ski lift and was like super, snipe was people super fun. from a moving what? a moving sniper. One thing. of the best Man.
1: design. Multiplayer levels, yeah. next to like Gulch and like <laughs> Halo or whatever. <laughs> yeah. PS2 era games were just built different, man. Yeah, and it was on GameCube. It was a great addition on GameCube as well. It was. They did. Oh, I didn't know that. that. That would have been really fun to play. Yeah, I, I didn't have a PlayStation, so I played on GameCube. It was great.
0: So you, that that reminds me of something, right? What's the one? I feel like shooters are probably the most numerous multiplayer games by franchise and by just skews, especially like maybe the top hundred or top 50 most popular games, like some form of shooter. But like, what is the one game, the one genre that Nintendo, like first party Nintendo doesn't really have, I guess Splatoon isn't, is technically a shooter, but it's, I consider it a like shooter. the mechanic. The mechanics are more like it's a turf war game.
2: Yeah, I'd
0: say it's a shooter. I just think that it has a different because the melee
2: weapons are like secondary to the shooting ones, which that's the case in shooters too.
0: That's true, but all of the guns are basically short range. Even the sniper is is like pretty short range compared to any other gun in any game. It's very much like a. It's focused on painting, like the mechanic it is a shooter you have guns you have projectiles but like mechanically it's extremely different from other shooters
1: and you're, and you're saying first party nintendo games what missing right. what genres are they missing from I'm this? saying
0: sh- I'm saying they don't have shooters I'm saying like every other franchise feels like all the popular franchises are either shooters or like um like sports simulators which you know fine but Nintendo does have sports simulators. It has it has strikers, it has golf. What else does it have? Is that the only are those the only two sports Nintendo? They have tennis.
1: They have tennis. They, they have, have tennis,
0: yeah. They made a basketball. No one tennis. They made a
1: basketball. Uh they did? Yeah, yeah. Mario Three on Three on
2: the DS. It was
0: fire, oh, man. Wow. Um
1: of course they have racing. Um, mm-hmm. and the 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 Olympics. Olympics. Uh, those have yep. a bunch of All different things. Olymp- oh, Mario I forgot Sonic. about
0: the Olympic games, Mario yeah. and then you have the weird, like the the sports, the Wii Resort games.
1: Yeah, boxing, Which, bowling, all of that.
0: Switch
2: the Switch sports isn't that bad. It's it's pretty good.
0: I think I think it's just important to note that, like, because of how weird and quirky they are, they they are very often on the road less traveled in terms of mechanics and presentation yeah. of a game.
1: I mean, I, I would definitely say that Splatoon is a shooter. I wouldn't I wouldn't categorize it as anything else. Um so I,
0: I mean when I'm describing it I call it a shooter, but the I mean family friendliest resurface.
1: shooter. I mean Yeah, I, I mean I, it's Smash Brothers is a fighting game, but once again if you compare it to fighting games that existed and have existed forever. Tekken Street Fighter, it's not a fighting game. You know, it's.
0: I agree with that too. Yeah, but it's a fighting game.
1: It's fundamentally fighting. They kinda game. They kind of redefine the genre. I so say it's a fighting introvert.
0: game in the same way Splatoon is a shooter. Exactly. Yeah. So I, which is barely. So I think I think that
1: Nintendo, I mean, that came later in their life cycle. I guess you could say. Um, sure. But I think fundamentally, even if you think about it, like a shooter doesn't really make sense in their mainline games. And that's why I think they had to make a new IP to make, you know, uh, a shooter. Because someone, hmm?
2: someone made a mod of Mario 64 where it's a first-person
1: shooter. Oh, he has a gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mario Wait, just has a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Peace the baby. Oh, a, they did. They got that hit that hard. Thing but gone. it was hilarious. That thing gone. It does not exist. <laughs> <On> Erased.
0: Its... <laughs> Um, <laughs> PlayStation. I gotta go on a little a tangent here. PlayStation just sent me a notification on my phone. Pre-order The Last of Us Part One. Do you know how old that game is? PlayStation. Pre-order.
2: Wait, are they re? What?
0: I, I think they're remaking it. Like, it's, I think. I mean, it makes sense. I think they are yeah. releasing a I new. Oh, is that the screen type I've been seeing? Okay. Yeah, it's not yeah.
1: a HD. It's a remaster.
0: Yeah, uh. I'm like whatever, but. I think it's just funny that with no context, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to pre-order this ultra old game. You were sent to the past, Steve. <laughs> the year is 1990. You were. That's a that's a very strong pre pre-order. Oh, so
1: okay, okay. So I'm looking right now to see all of the sports games that they've made. First of all, they're out of okay. control. they're out of control. So uh, I forgot they had a baseball game. Superstar Baseball. I think I also that forgot that was on the. Was that on the Wii U or the? No, it was on the GameCube. That's right because it came out not too.
0: It wouldn't make sense for it to be on the Wii. Uh, that that would that be a, ma- good. That's
1: a Mario baseball game. Mario Superstar Baseball. Yeah, I don't um, remember that one either. I think it was around the time of Strikers. Oh, um, That would make sense. Like, Cause Strikers was why it would be se- forgotten. Secretly, way too good. Like the original Strikers, yeah. I was like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be trash. They didn't know what they had. <laughs> it was. It was so good. Of course, they have golf. We are They have so many golf games. Uh, Olympics. Uh, the Olympic Games. Oh, they had volleyball. Super Mario. Spikers? What? That's real? Oh, no. This is just... It was never... It was planned to be released, but it was never actually released. Uh. Uh, so, tennis, basketball, baseball, racing... Uh, mm. Olympics, golf. I think that's the only ones they've done, but I think Donkey Kong is in Punch
2: Out. Does that count?
1: I mean, that did. I guess that's boxing, they do have a boxing game, but that's, I guess, that's not Mario, but yeah, yeah, adjacent.
0: So, would you say that like sports is the correct genre here? Because in my mind, tennis. Is really different, like like a a Nintendo tennis game is really different from like a Madden football game. They're
2: not simulators, but they're I guess like traditional sports games. But I think they would still count because they follow the same rules of the sports. They don't
0: have a football game. Yeah, Uh, it's because everyone hates football, but us. Wait, do they have them?
1: Not but America.
0: (laughs) Do they not have
1: Mario football game? Really. American football, American football, American football. I guess not. Uh, that's, that's it'd be it. it'd be really complex. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, I guess it's just not worth it because you have to have there's too many what thirteen man. So you it would there's be a, a whole lot of bunch rules. of koopas, a lot of starting and stopping,
0: a bunch of goombas <laughs> Goombas
1: and koopas, and,
0: <laughs> and each of them would have to have different stats, and they they would have to. Plus, how do you how do you dumb down the rules of blitz. football to make it into a fun? Oh, no, snap!
1: Blitz the blitz. That's how you do it. <laughs> that actually might <laughs> what? be what. That might be actually kind of fire. Blitz, uh, NFL Blitz, I think it was called. Yeah, it's just bas- it used to be on uh, arc- in arcade cabinets. Yes, yeah, basically, too. all the players basically had the same stats for the most part, and it was just like it was basically Mario Strikers, but like football. And you just have you played NBA Jam?
2: it's a, it's a basketball no. game. Oh well. It's, it's essentially the football equivalent of NBA Jam. Yeah.
1: It's just super stylized. And it's just very like, you can run and pass, but everything is like super fast. Everybody hits super hard. It's it's not as technical. Like Kyle was saying, True. it's not okay. a simulator. And, the, you know, of course, there's tennis games, right? Very serious tennis yeah. games. I, I just think Nintendo does, they just make everything really easy and accessible and fun. Um, so I think they're very much equivalent. I think they're just the, the, the simple version of all types.
2: I think if, I think you'd also have to like argue because we do have Forza, like as far as a racing game Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then the movie cars, they made racing games, but they don't feel anything like Forza. And so I was like, if you make a similar argument that those aren't racing games because they're not like Forza, then if you were to say that. Mario Volleyball, or Mario Mario Tennis, just because it's not like the, what is it, the Open, World Open Cup, whatever it is, whatever the actual well, tennis is called.
0: I wasn't comparing it to the other tennis game. I guess I was comparing it directly to Madden, but that's not fair, so, exqueeze me. You're exqueezed. Thank you.
1: You are un- unexqueezed. Back into the shadow realm. No. <laughs> back! Get back! No, I mean, I think there's just a, and, and you know what's interesting? If you think about it. No. Like, um, first-person shooters weren't really a thing until, let's see, basically the Dude. 360, like, multiplayer first-person shooters, like, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, the PlayStation 3 era, because everything else was okay. I mean, they existed, but, I mean, I played multiplayer, like, shooter games, but it wasn't until, I think, uh, of course the call of duties but also um halo n- halo of course halo's kind of been halo was like the first person shooter right like for a long time there's really no other competition and then on the 360 it was medal of honor came out oh i remember that one and they had a multiplayer mode that like complete like i'd never played anything like it because it was like realistic and it was so good like It was fun enough that, like, me, my sister, my brother, and Rob, who y'all know, we played together, and we were, like, having a great time, you know? A lot of detail. A lot of detail. Like, your shots really mattered. If you're a sniper, you could hide up in a nest. Like, it was... And then all of a sudden, that's when Call of Duty came around a little bit a few years later. So, like, I think that Nintendo never felt the pressure to make one, because they were just making other stuff, and then...
2: Yeah, because like, oh. Call of Duty was like the arcade Medal of Honor, and so it yeah. kind of fit in the same space that Nintendo probably would have hit if they were going to, at
1: least at the time. Yeah, so I, f- I feel like Splatoon is like, they were like, ah, let's take a shot for it. Ha, no pun intended. Yeah. but
0: Very funny. Ha, Very ha, good. Ha, good pun. Punny. Ha, ha. So... Let's let's look at that, then, since we've established that Nintendo actually does have a lot of the same genres as the multiplayer gaming scene at large. What's the difference between a Nintendo shooter and a Call of Duty shooter?
1: Mechanics. Mm. I think it's mechanics. I think just it, it goes back to what we were talking about with Nintendo's philosophy of they're so, so focused on making one mechanic feel great mm-hmm. that they don't really care if it's if it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like like Super Mario Strikers is not a great soccer game. It's a great game. Right? It's not a great sure. football game. Yeah. It's a great game. And if you were to put somebody who played FIFA in that, they'd be like, what is going on? Why are the <laughs> why can you make shots like guaranteed? if you have, like, a power, like, if you level up enough or whatever. The excessive and, tackling. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, uh, I think it's Nintendo's approach to not think about it as oh, we need to stay in a particular box, but like, that box, we can shape as we see fit. Yeah. You know, they, they're they creating. I feel like they
2: try to remove, I feel like they try to remove, I guess, the most boring bits of anything that they try to emulate until, like, if something feels slower to do, then they'll make the movement. Because I feel like a, a lot of shooters, you know, moving moving slowly and being super tactful is like ingrained in them. While in Splatoon, you know, you move really quickly. You can create your own paths using your weapon. It's just like things you don't really think about. I mean, like Fortnite, I guess, like the only closest one in my opinion, as far as like giving you a lot of movement in Battlefield did it, I think, you know, as far as movement. But it's like really, really changing the game to where like all the movement you're ever going to need is part of your kit rather than something you pick up or have to go find a vehicle or something like that. If that kind of goes into all their games.
0: Hmm. You know what's something, I I think something that's probably overlooked is how just super stylish and fun all these Nintendo games are. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean Splatoon is a fantastic example. They put a lot of effort into the music and the clothing, the world, and the character designs, everything about this, you know, non-IP. Like no one knows anything about the Splatoon lore, even if you've played the campaign, which (laughs) you have not. (laughs) You don't know what's going like it it feels so fleshed out, but it also doesn't like then it's not popular characters. But it feels like they just put so much effort into it that you don't really care. You know, you're like, this is great. Um, And I see a lot of. I mean, we just we just talked about this. um, What was the game that came out? Saints Row just came out. Mm, And a while ago, we watched the trailer here on this podcast. And we were talking about how one of the things that we didn't like about the trailer was that it felt like they were going kind of for like a shallow implementation of like modern styles mm-hmm. and like modern lingo and, you know, the kind of like Gen Z aesthetic. And it just felt like really disingenuous to us. Those Whereas Platoon
2: LED helmet on.
0: Yeah. You know, just like they really tried, they put a lot of effort into it, but Nintendo manages to do it with like, like it's easy, you know, like, they have the characters with the undercuts and the long hair and the short hair. They have all the the neon colors and the like flashy clothes, like the teen clothes. You know, it just it feels like they figured out hip. <laughs> it's Nintendo. It's a you know whatever two hundred year old company. Yeah. Uh, and Other do- other 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 publishers just can't come close to that.
2: I think it's because they, you know, it also, it feels like you mentioned like the style and stuff. It feels fresh when they do it. Yeah. Because it's like, if you think about Call of Duty and maybe this make people mad, but it's like, you're a, you're a nameless, faceless soldier when you're playing that game. But in Splatoon, you're playing as your character. When you're playing all these other Mario sports games, you're playing as familiar characters. And it's not, you know, it's super stylized. Like you were saying, the, the graphics, the visuals all kind of fit. And, you know, the particle effects are crazy. They have special animations for anything you'll ever do. So it's it just as entertaining to watch as it is to play. And on top of that, it feels really good to play. The movement's really tight. Yeah. The gameplay is simple enough to where you can pick it up really quick. But then, you know, the simple yet challenging or, or easy to pick up, difficult to master formula is like always interwoven within these games. And, and, and So there's a, a I, lot to
1: it. I think, I think that... I was thinking about that earlier before the podcast. I was like, you know, how hard is it to make a game like that? Like, I, you know, I've, me and Kyle have made games. I've made games by myself. I like to do it for fun, like smaller games when I'm like, you know, I don't know, gamification, whatever you want to call it. But it's like, how do you make something that's truly easy to learn but difficult to master? Right. Like how many hours and iterations and blood sweat and tears you need to put into something to really make a game feel like Smash Brothers. Perfect example. You know how many times you know um had a group of people over and uh it's like hey, let's play Smash. We'll play 8 player Smash or whatever it is, right? And mm-hmm. there's some girls who have never really played games before, there's like me and Steve and Kyle the tryhards, there's some people somewhere in the middle and we're all having a blast. Like every time Steve's over here doing these crazy combos grabbing people kneeing them to oblivion and then you know some random person over here just like having a great time throwing and spamming a button right and
0: S- someone's playing Kirby and doing the final cutter <laughs> <up special> over, <laughs> and and over and over and over and over <laughs> and they're having', a, and great having a great
1: time and I think that's that is probably the most difficult part and 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 something you were saying earlier Kyle and and I'm, I want to say this before I forget is that They take what's uninteresting about a particular mechanic, Mario Kart driving. Or let's take, for example, my perfect game that I think one of my favorite games of all time, but in no world would I ever think I'd like it Mario Golf. Mm, Yeah. When I was 12 or whenever it came out, I asked for this for my birthday. Birthday. (laughs) That's a big deal. All the games that I could get. And that's the only thing I got for my birthday. Mario Golf. Nothing else. I got Mario Golf. I could ask for Madden. I could ask for whatever fighting game existed at the time. I a asked for, for a bike. I asked for if it was like $60. I asked for, <laughs> I asked for Mario Golf. A bike tire. And that game was fire. Like, yeah. I never, li- I don't like nothing against golf, but it's boring to me. Unless they're in the last mm-hmm. strokes, and it's like the last three people fighting for that position, yeah, the but intense, that intensity, right? But like Mario Golf was fun from the very beginning, like you said about the stylized thing with Splatoon, Same with Mario Golf, man. When you exactly. when you hit that ball and you line it up right and you do it, and that 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 the streak that's behind it, the noise yeah. it makes when it
0: hits, everything starts flashing. The little fireball when you get a good shot. You know shot. what I'm
1: saying? All those, and then when you play per character, and they have different like ways yeah. that they do things and then the sounds that they make and the camera and and just everything is expedited but it's still golf. You still have to putt. You still have to tee off. You still have to you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and then the level design is wacky. There's nothing you Tiger Woods Golf game came out at the same time. I remember playing it and being like, "Yo, this is golf." <laughs> like, you know? Like <laughs> I'm actual boring. golf. This this level of Tiger Woods is the most boring level in Mario Golf. In Mario Golf we were playing in the clouds, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. rainbows and you know crazy stuff, you know. And there were hazards. Yeah, like genuine hazards. You will die. <laughs>
0: Man, hit the
1: ball this into makes lava. Me,
0: this makes me regret not buying the new Switch golf game.
1: It's not too late. I'm thinking about buying it actually now. I'm like, hmm. I wonder if it's something yeah. me and Charlene. You hyped up doing. now? Yeah, because I love. It loved, looks
0: really good. I loved
1: Mario Golf, man. It was. I so, forgot about it. So fun. I killed. And, and you know, what's crazy. Mario Golf did one thing that I don't know if many of the other Mario games did. They had non-Mario characters in it that were also not from other franchises. They had got a guy named like Harry. <laughs> Oh, the people that were in there. Just yeah. normal people. And Harry had these big lips, and we used to call them doodle lips. So... Oh, my lord. <laughs> oh, no. Leave Harry not alone. Is. But doodle lips. lips was good, though. It would be like, oh, you're going to pull out doodoo lips. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Came to win. But But Mario Golf brought in characters that were not literally just the most random people, and I was excited to play with them. Like I'd rather play with doodle lips over playing with, you know, Yoshi or something, you know? And then every and then every character had their own benefits and negatives. Like that's the thing. Uh-huh. Like like Nintendo understands that instead of making it where every character is, like you said, Call of Duty has no character, it's just like how good you are, like they also make each character unique and special. So if you want to play Bowser, who has no control, has no aiming, but boy, if he hits that thing right, it's, it's going flying, <laughs> you know. But versus like a Yoshi, who's had mad curve, or what was it called? Uh, uh, when you when it curves super hard, yeah, you yeah,
0: know, it was curved. cut or whatever it it's called.
1: Like he, you know, but she doesn't hit as hard. You know, or Mario, who's balanced, doesn't hit as hard, but has good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just love that. Like, all around. I'm about to yeah. crush you with some some Bowser, the worst player in the game, character in the game. <laughs> you know, it was fun. <laughs> it, it's fun, you know. Man.
2: That's a really good point because I think, like, hero shooters try to tap into that where it's the variance and you have the choice. But a lot of games that do have the different characters, they struggle with balance. While I, I dare say that, most of the Nintendo games, they don't seem to struggle with it. It's just like the strengths are just as powerful as any character's weaknesses. And the ones that are middle of the road that they tag as all around, they don't feel like they're too great at any part of anything. And so yeah, I remember, yeah, playing in Mario Tennis, which, speaking of introducing characters and giving them a platform, Waluigi was introduced mm-hmm. yeah, Mario Tennis Goated. because Goated. my man Wario needed a partner. Goaded. But they everybody had the different attributes, like technique and speed and power, all-arounders. But then when you're playing as a speedster who has lower power against Bowser, who has all the power, you don't feel like you're just immediately outmatched when he hits the ball or anything, you know, and, and vice versa. You know, it's never—the balancing is, I think, one of the things that really pushed these games over the edge and make every scenario feel unique and fresh give that infinite replayability that these Nintendo games just tend to have.
1: Yeah. And like it's like Smash. You know, there's a lot of characters, but they're all balanced, right? You have a character super fast but not as strong. You have characters really big and strong but not as fast. You know, it's like there's something special about having having set character types, you know, sometimes. And not that every Mario game does that, but um I think they do a really good job. Oh, by the way, his name wasn't uh, there was a Harry in the game. His name was Charlie. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry.
0: Doodle Lips Charlie Charlie was
1: Doodle Lips. Harry was just uh, he Charlie
2: in the chocolate. He was lips. like
1: a normal golfer. He had a little golf hat and a little like
0: goatee, I think, or something like that.
2: <laughs> that's who you pick.
0: I always played as the Koopa Troopa in golf, and that's who I played with in Mario Kart. Hey, if Toad was in it, I would have
1: played with Toad, but I
0: don't think <laughs> Toad existed. Toad's probably in the new
1: one. Probably, probably. Man,
2: but one place that I felt like was kind of a dangerous move that they did the balancing in was the new uh, Mario Party. Have you guys played that one?
0: Uh, I played a little bit. Yeah, you talking about the dice? The dice, yeah,
2: because some of them, it's pretty bold, yeah. Because, cause yeah, everybody has their own six sided dice, and oh, some really? of them just have like big, like Bowser's, for example. His goes up to
0: ten. Really? Like he, yeah. But there's demerits, too. Like, you could have... So, for example, with Bowser, it might be, like, a 10 on one side, but then three other sides are one. Interesting.
2: So, his was actually, you lose three coins on three of the sides. Yo. And then it was 8, 8, 10, or something like that.
0: Yo. What? Yeah. Min-maxing.
2: Yeah. The risk versus reward is crazy in that game.
1: Wow. I feel like that... I feel like Mar. Okay. Let's talk Mario Party for a second, because... To me, I think Mario Party is the worst and best (laughs) multiplayer game of all time. Like, I don't... And everybody knows it. Mario Party is where friendships end, right? But, like, Mm -hmm. being on top in Mario Party is one of the best feelings (laughs) of all time. Best and worst, (laughs) because... It's like, it's agony. The whole game is Mm -hmm. agony. Mm Mm-hmm. I I, I still remember one time playing, I think it was playing with Rob and some friends and some other friends and I was in like last place and I was getting worse. Like every time there was a luck thing, I would lose. Every time. (laughs) And I think Rob had like six stars like Mm -hmm. 500 coins. Like he was killing it. That's how And I landed on one of those uh roulette wheels that was like choose a character, then choose what you steal. Son, son. <laughs> I just remember it it's was like it, it was in the last three to five turns. Yep, <laughs> I had no stars. It was like <clears throat> my face, <clears throat> Ross' face. I was like, all right, whatever. Like, what's what's the worst you can do? <laughs> and then like, <clears throat> what's it gonna? No, like, what going are you well. gonna change? Stars. alright I got like five stars. No, it's serious. <laughs> Five stars. I took all five stars in the last I thought I thought thought it was over. I thought this game, the whole system, the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it was such a great moment. Like Mario Party. Like somebody evil made that game. But they you know, like
0: yeah, I mean that's how people feel about Mario Kart. Yeah, you know, they're like, "Oh no, I got hit by a blue shell. Now you're now I'm in seventh place." I'm like, "Welcome to Mario Kart." But
1: I've played with you, Steve, and I will say this every time on this podcast. I, I feel like <laughs> if I hit you with three blue shells, I'm still gonna lose. Like I feel like it wouldn't matter. There's a skill level. Of course, you can be really good at some of the Mario Party games, but there's some level of chaos that's completely that. It's a true RNG element. <laughs> oh yeah, that Mario Party is. And, and nobody, I don't think anybody's ever tried to replicate the Mario Party formula in any... Um, hmm. any. There's
2: a couple of, like, board games. There's a couple with the the Miis, where they have, like, the minigames. But I don't think anybody's done it well enough to garner any attention. Yeah. But once again, that's there are some Nintendo.
1: You just mentioned the Nintendo version of the game. You said oh, Nintendo. I
2: thought that still counted as, like, a, I'm a competitor. I'm saying
1: any Miis? Nintendo is the Miis. Owns Miis.
2: Well, I mean, like a game competitor because they they like, they put Garfield Kart on the Switch,
1: but first party we a first a me game is a first
0: party Nintendo game.
2: Yeah, I understand that, but it's it's not a Mario game. What
0: well, I I think we're all I think we're splitting hairs here. Brad is saying no one outside of Nintendo is trying to eat Nintendo's lunch. If Nintendo self cannibalizes, that's on them. Fair enough. Uh Yeah, I can't think of a single game. The only the only one that could possibly come to mind is not at all similar, which is like the Jackbox games. Mm. Those are not, but those are totally That's different, like fair. mechanically and presentation and everything. But it's a similar idea, like playing a game together on your TV.
2: It's, yeah, the Jackbox games, they're siloed experiences too.
1: It's
0: interesting. Yeah, it? yeah, exactly.
1: And they're very accessible. They're very accessible to any product. They of are. Player.
0: I'll give them that yeah like you but it's funny that kyle brought up another nintendo game because nintendo actually does do that right um one two switch was like that i think the wii was the wii sport re-resort type games are low eh. no those are more solid experiences as well um wait what am i saying one two switch isn't like that That's not like a board game where you're you can like be at the end and lose all your stuff no but certain in terms of the mini games, I guess that's what I was thinking. It's like a bunch of mini games.
2: WarriorWare is it, is one of their good me- mini game sure. franchises. Sure, WarioWare. You know there's like
0: a, we never talk about Wii U games because I never had one and I'm pretty sure you guys <laughs> didn't either. Uh, wh- um I didn't own one, one but
1: I played one a lot.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of Wii U games that some of our some of our mutual friends play that are probably similar, but again, those are Nintendo games. So. Mhm. You know, you know, uh, w- one of
1: the games, multiplayer games that I think, I feel like they, ah, I wish there's a, they could bring it back, because how a Switch works now, uh, maybe they can't, I don't know, but one really cool game, set of games that I really liked in the Wii U was their, uh, what was it, uh, the Wii U, the Mario Plaza or whatever, where it had a set of mini games, it had Luigi's Mansion, it had uh, a Mario game, so, so. For example, the Luigi's Mansion one was you were um, a ghost, and you were trying to hide about from somebody with the with the the game pad. They had the game pad, so you could see like you were hiding. Like if you were on the game pad, you could see everything. But if you were playing on the main screen, you couldn't see the ghost. So it's like you were just trying. Like it was so fun. Like that kind of asynchronous gameplay.
0: They had a lot of really good. Uh, not asynchronous, asymmetrical. Asymmetrical. Thank you. Uh,
1: yeah. it, it was it was super cool, and sadly, nobody can compete with the Mar- Nintendo. So they, the Wii U, kind of died because only Nintendo yeah. can make Nintendo. Wii I hate games.
2: that those touchpad games were lost to the to the Wii U because there were a lot of them that had that potential, and only offered you know those type of interactions. Cause yeah, that game Pac-Man, was super fun. There's like
0: a there's a Pac-Man game that came out on Switch that was from the Wii U that uses asymmetrical gameplay. How?
1: I feel like I feel like you could do it if you did a Switch like uh, two switches and it was a multiplayer like not LAN, but on the same Wi-Fi or something. And yeah, that's what they do.
0: These I think it's three or four switches and one person. Is different from the rest?
1: Well, I was saying, not even that many. I think you just need two Switches. One Switch for the the gamepad, like the Wii U pad, and then one that just is everybody else. Oh, you dock it? Oh, I I see what you mean. Sure, yeah. A lot easier, simpler. But, um, yeah, a lot of those games were super great multiplayer games, but they're going to be lost to time. (laughs) The Smash Bros. on the
2: Wii U wasn't
1: that bad either. Oh yeah, uh, what's it called um,
0: Smash Four?
1: Yeah, Smash Bros.
0: It was technically it was called Smash Bros for Wii U <laughs> <laughs> and Tec- Smash Bros for 3DS. I think.
2: Yeah, you're right. The 3DS one was n- I did not enjoy that one.
0: Wii U was fun. Were they not basically the same?
2: They were, but just playing on the 3DS was it.
0: Yeah. Huh, miserable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna get into it, it, but it was it wasn't fun.
0: Weren't there some game modes that were only on the 3DS version? I think it was I like don't...
2: that for both of them. Yeah, they both had specific stuff, but there was like a a map mode where yeah, you'd go around and pick up power ups before a match.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that in uh, the the huh. 3DS version.
2: Yeah, yeah, which was, interesting. It was weird. I only played it a handful of times. I don't. I didn't really understand why they did it. It didn't seem to add a whole lot. Um, but the I guess when you're going to get the power ups, it, it played a, a um similarly to subspace emissary
1: yeah so somebody would have like extra punching power and somebody had extra speed Mm -hmm. and it it was like a weird turn i can't remember but i think that's that's one of those situations where they're trying to justify having two versions of the same game so they're trying to add something separate gotta have different content in there somewhere yeah different skews that
0: feels yeah that's not very Nintendo of you guys, <laughs> I mean, forcing the, gameplay features. I feel like
1: the Wii U is the most un-Nintendo un- experience I've ever had. Like It felt so unwelcoming. It felt so half-baked. It felt so... It just seemed to feel like the Nintendo I knew. The gamepad should have just been a peripheral for the Wii.
0: A lot of people thought it was.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think m- most people did
0: i mean it's called the wii u but didn't the wii didn't the wii u have better processing is not that wasn't that the first hd game system from nintendo
2: i think you're right about that i don't know if it would
0: have gone well on a wii yeah i mean
1: sure
2: i mean the games would have been the same
0: i, I
1: think they should have just named it something completely different and oh for sure oh, yeah. yeah that was a bad call. terrible marketing and just leveraged it differently because it just had no hope no hope you can't
0: have all these Wii commercials. We would like to play, mm-hmm. and then and then have the thing called Wii U with no no gimmicky <laughs> commercials. Nope.
2: Like we expect people to understand. Go buy a new one. We you gonna like it?
1: <laughs> we <Wii. laughs> you go to the store now. <laughs> you gonna buy, gon buy? You gonna buy? So so I want to ask y'all a question. You know, um, because I was thinking about Nintendo, right? And when it was like, hey, nobody's competing with them in certain spaces, I wonder if one other thing that makes Nintendo get, of course, great game design, great gameplay, Nintendo effect, right? But I also wonder if like their iconic game characters really help to make their games feel that much better. And I, I mean, I would say that because I was like thinking to myself, <clears throat> even if somebody like cloned mario party one for one and then it was just like random people i don't know if i would care as much you know what i'm saying like there's something fun about waluigi styling on you (laughs) yeah after winning some random game of luck and he's like
0: you know and you're like come on get that out of my face bro get that (laughs) you know what i'm saying i think there's something to that because i mean new ip's right splatoon and arms can you name three arms characters? Are there three arms characters? <laughs> yeah, there's like a dozen. Oh, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a mummy guy.
1: I know there's Min uh, June or whatever because she's in Smash. <laughs> oh, Lin Lin, Lin, Lin? You? Min
0: Min Min Min. Min, 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 Min. Min not,
1: not Min June. Min Min. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's... This man said Min June. You've been watching too many movies.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, honestly, I don't there's know. There's
0: with gray like,
2: hair. Up.
0: Spring girl, isn't that one of them? <laughs> Is there a spring girl? I thought it was spring man. And maybe something else for the for the female counterpart.
1: Spring man, spring girl.
0: Fair enough. <laughs>
1: well, well, let me ask spring you this: woman.
0: Does Splatoon have characters with names? Yes. They, so that's 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 the other thing I was going to say. Is the main character, the player character, is unnamed because it's you, I guess. Yeah. There are other characters, and a lot of the NPCs are named and are like recurring characters. Mm-hmm. So yes. But none of them are, I would say, particularly memorable. The only two that I Some can are ever them are think like of, play on words. Yeah, they're all just goofies. Like you know, they're just callie and Mari. NPCs. Yeah. So, so yeah, I was gonna say the only memorable ones are the ones that do the newscast. So In the first game, it was Cali and Mari, right? And then the second game, it's Pearl, and. Finish my thought, Kyle.
2: I'm trying to remember. I can't
0: I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. And this in this new one, they're called Shiver and Fry. Hmm. Um and so they introduce different characters every oh, and then there's Ray. I think he's a Stingray. Oh. Um, so there's actually three in this game, not just two. Ah, Ray. He's, so I'm always gonna play They're speaking of Splatoon three, they're doing basically a free uh Splatfest demo this weekend. This weekend? Uh, I think so. The twenty seventh. Yeah, this Saturday. Uh they're gonna do a splatfest. So you sign up for a team, you you pick which of the three uh teams you wanna be on and this for the first for the zeroth splatfest, it is the teams are rock, paper, or scissors. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna be scissors because that's what the stingray's doing, and uh, to me that's hilarious because he doesn't have fingers. Um
2: I apologize to our listeners because when this airs, that's gonna be passed.
0: Oh, snap. You're right. Well, yeah, there's a, uh, I was scissors. We won. Good job, team <laughs> <Yeah>. scissors. <laughs> so, so so something Dominated. interesting
1: about Splatoon and, and I actually have like the Wikipedia page up for Mario golf. Right. And I was like thinking about, it, I was like, why is like Splatoon character? So not memorable to me. It's because it does have a very distinct style and all yeah. characters have to fall within that style. They have to look like Splatoon people. They have to have, you know, they can be variations, but they're all Splatoonish. But like, if you look at Mario characters, like, oh yeah, they're, they're all distinct. They're so distinct, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, the Inklings
2: along- are are very uh, carbon copy.
1: Yeah, they're just one thing, right? It's kind of like Koopas, you know or goombas
0: well the inklings are but a lot of the side characters aren't inklings yeah they're very actually distinct. i don't think other than the i think other than the newscasters we were just talking about all none of them are inklings now that i think about it unless i'm but are, are they other uh, like
1: remember. races like that yeah
0: so one like you know one is like uh yeah they're different they're different sea creatures um there's the stingray there's uh Uh, puffer fish there's you know there's like a one of them isn't even a fish the guy who like one of them one of them's a lobster he gives you food Uh, the guy who like cleans out your 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 items so that he can you can get the little uh, power ups and then you can customize your items you know what he you know what I'm talking about Kyle
2: is that the little orange guy no
0: yeah I think he's like an an anemone or something like he's not an animal (laughs) he's just spiky Oh, that explains it, why he does the cleaning and stuff. Then. So,
2: so, so, yeah, the role still makes sense. So, I didn't like, know that yeah.
1: about him, though. So, think about it, though. Like, in in like if you think of, like, Mario, right? Mario is the only Mario, right? Like, even even in, like, Luigi is the only Luigi. Peach is the only Peach. Yoshi is the only Yoshi. So, on and so forth. And, like, Toad, right? Toad is literally, like, represents his whole race, right? Like, Toad and toads. Toadette, you know? They're just Toads. They don't have really names. And I think that's like an interesting thing about like having like Nintendo has this ability to just create characters and just drop them into the world without thinking to themselves. Oh, does this fit the motif (laughs) of Mario? Like, sure. We'll give him a hat and a big nose. But like, that's about it, you know? And they can so all the characters feel very iconic and unique but in splatoon it's just you know greens splatoon dude
0: inkling no well, I, I that's what i'm saying is that like but none of the characters other than like i said the specialty newscasters are inklings they're all but totally different
1: but all those characters are npcs like yes that, and, and, i think
0: i so i I think the difference, the actual difference, is there are two differences. I think the first one is that your player character is an unnamed, unimportant person. You're just you're the protagonist. You're just the protagonist, right? You're not. You don't have uh, any identifying features other than you just being you. And a lot of games do that, and that's great. That's no problem. But it's very unlike Mario games, where like you're playing as Mario or as Peach. You're not playing as like a me. When you you play Mario Galaxy. And I think the other difference is that you don't typically... Like, the only interactions you have with NPCs, really, are, like... Transactional. Game functions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Transactional. You're in a shop or you're, you're, you're buying... You're doing... Basically, all of them are shops or they're proprietors for different areas of the game. So, like, when you're in the first part... When you're actually in the campaign, which there isn't much of a campaign to speak of, is the other reason... Um, but when you're in the campaign, most of your interactions are over like the radio. Like it's just you and all the enemies, and then people are talking to you. yeah, you know, unnamed, years. unfaced. Yeah, and, and, so, and I think that's it.
1: I think just kind of, you know, and, and not really harping on splatoon per se, what I'm saying kind of what I think is interesting is that Nintendo, where they've been the best, is where they don't try to hold too strongly to a motif but they just try to make a character that stands out. And then they give that character a very distinct and unique character. Right. Because like Splatoon or even like, uh, what's the game again with men, men and all of them Arms, like arms, Legs. like they're all unique, but they all kind of feel like, okay, like who are you? What's your personality? Like you'd have to kind of play the game. Right.
0: Well, it's a fighting game. You know how much,
1: you know, um, But it's like, you know, Mario characters, they all get their own game. They all get their own personalities. When you interact with them, you get a very different vibe from them. They don't even necessarily, they're not even kind of necessarily the same size consistently. (laughs) Like, it's like, they just are like, look, these characters are fun and you're going to love them. And that's all that matters to us. We don't care about consistency or, (laughs) you know, it's like,
2: I think yeah, I think you hit something pretty hard or really strong about I guess a strong character design, and really it's benefited the Mario brand and the Mario characters to be in all these different scenarios because now we identify them by the consistencies that they have across them which would be their outfits and their personalities and their scale in comparison to one one another. The
0: dynamics to to each other. Right.
2: How they interact with each other and what their tendencies are on these different fields. You know, Mario has never been the fast one. And so it's like, that stays consistent. It was like, okay, he's, he's our go-to guy. He's the all arounder. He's the hero of the story, you know? And so I think, yeah, all these different outings have kind of really built that up while, yeah, I guess you can argue, yeah, you know, that other characters don't really get that opportunity. Maybe the closest thing we've had so far is like Villager and Link being in the last Mario Kart, but you know otherwise well, Villager's
0: also a self insert. Yeah. A non character.
2: But but they pretty much stay in their own games and I mean they're consistent there, which helps. But I think what makes the Mario clan different is that they do branch out so heavily into other stuff Mario rabbits. I
0: I, th- I think part of it is like I was saying is that these are characters that actually are characters they're not like they act outside of player control and like cutscenes or between games you know like they actually do things in the game right and the consistency helps obviously if they uh, if they only showed up in one game who would care but like mm-hmm. You know, there's a difference between a store a store clerk and a Luigi. Even if you never play as Luigi,
1: you know, I I almost feel like it's almost impossible at this point, right, for another brand, let's say, to compete with Nintendo from a purely like multiplayer game standpoint. In because number one, Nintendo has great games, all this experience. But also, like, their characters really matter. And, of course, you know, Call of Duty is going to be great. Or Fortnite or Apex. You know, like, those games are going to be, like, one-off, one-off, one-off. But I feel like Nintendo has such a strong pool of candidates. And like you were saying, Kyle, the characters are consistent. Mario's always, you know, all around her. You know, uh, Bowser's always the bruiser. Like, hits hard. And I'm like, what would it take for another you know company another brand to kind of create a universe of characters that could lend to a multiplayer universe you know like is multiverse. that even possible a multiverse you know like
0: well i think if it's going to happen it's going to happen in fighting games and that's where we've seen it right like marvel versus capcom mm-hmm. uh you, you have all these well <laughs> that's two separate ideas i'm kind of combining here you have the multiverse kind of situation in Marvel versus Capcom. But what I meant was that like in fighting games like Soul Calibur, those are all very distinct characters that are defined not just by their different fighting styles, but although that is a great base and it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. But by the character design and by the personalities in like little cutscenes in the game and the voice lines and the moves themselves. You know like I I was trying to think of a counterpoint. I was like, you know, what what I, I, earlier I said, "Oh, it's a fighting game," and then, well, I, I didn't finish, but I was going to say, "Like, oh, it's a fighting game. Like, how much personality can they have?" But then I immediately thought of Yoshimitsu, and I'm like, "Okay, that was a dumb comment to make."
2: Like, and then the Street Street Fighter characters are yeah, super yeah, like all sorts of fighting games yeah.
0: have great characters. And and but um, here's
1: the interesting thing: like Nintendo is unafraid to move those characters to different types of genres, right? Like Mario's yes. in a fighting game, Mario's in a golfing game, Mario's in a basketball game. Where do we see Yoshi Mitsu in, in a golf game? <laughs>
0: I want to see I want to see Yoshi in like a in a Resident Evil style, fighting, like sh- uh, you know, horror game. Like
1: think, of, think about how confident you have to be with your brand and your games right. that you're just like I'm gonna drop Yoshi in whatever I want to drop him in, and it's gonna be fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. you mentioned
2: this. Is, I feel like IPs are starting to feel this way, sort of, with their partnership with Fortnite, because like Street Fighter characters are in Fortnite now. Like we see Ryu with a gun, and that's something we don't see in any any Street Fighter <laughs> games
1: for sure. <laughs> Ryu with a gun.
0: Uh, <laughs> Ryu's got a gun.
1: Yeah, yeah. But and it's funny because even even when you bring those characters into their universe. They're basically just like they're exactly what they are skins, right? Yeah, skins. They're not you know, you know, and of course you can add mechanics to make it cool, like they're doing the whole Dragon Ball thing, which is really kind of cool. So Wait, they did so- level though. They've done so much better with the Dragon Ball thing than I could have ever imagined, to be very <laughs> honest. Um, have they? Yeah. I mean,
0: what, how much? How much do you really have to do? Just get the 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 power up sound effect correct, and everything's gonna be uh, okay. No better, okay, but...
1: you ready, Kyle? We're gonna explain to him what they've done. In, in short order. Taboma. Oh, in general. <laughs> Bulma. <Both. laughs> With her crackhead look itself. She looked like... She was What's Bulma doing? She looks so bad in the game. She's her malnourished. Is, she looks so bad. Her skin is so bad, dog. It's, it's so bad. The characters but, but, look
2: a little wonky.
1: <laughs> but, like, for, weird Fortnite engine. has done better at adding mechanics from other, like, franchises than the franchises themselves. Like, Spider-Man's swinging hands is like oh, yeah. better he is is a better swinging experience than almost the actual Spider-Man game, right? 90% of Spider-Man games. Dragon Ball, you get a Nimbus which actually is like a fundamentally quality mechanic. <laughs> like it allows you to move really quickly, get up in the sky, float down, drop without getting hurt, and you get a Kamehameha. And the Kamehameha, seen that, yeah. you know, it shoots, but they have balanced it so well. It can kill you, of course, if you hit with it, but it also makes you a sitting duck. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to charge
2: it up and you can't move
1: while it charges. Mm-hmm.
2: And when you go to initiate it, you can't be on the ground. You, you will be airborne.
0: Mm-hmm. So it makes you. A, what do you mean? You will like it'll it'll pop you up off the ground. Yeah, yeah it pops yeah. you up a few feet. Okay, that's fine, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it kind of balances, because you could use it, and happen to me. I've been shot by somebody down the road, you know, because they saw me, and, and you're loud. You're like, ah, man, you know, and you just see it, you know. Uh, they've done so, I mean, they've added these mechanics that are really fun, but once again, they it's feel still authentic. Fortnite. They feels
0: authentic, and to me. Couldn't Darth Vader, like, throw a saber with the force and pull it back? Yeah, yeah his lightsaber. And if you if you take his saber, you can do it, too, and it feels really mm-hmm.
1: good. yeah. And 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 just uh, you know, just I'm just saying, like honestly, all I expected was skins for Dragon Ball, right? Yeah, the power up, yeah, Goku, yeah, Vegeta, whatever. But like, they actually added mechanics, which is kind of crazy, and they're good. They're, yeah, I appreciate that. They're actually, that's fun.
2: what they've done before. Up up to most recently, I think. Yeah, most of them just were skins. Like, I don't think uh, like Captain America
0: has any specific. Mm-hmm. John Wick then, yeah. was actually rolling around with a pencil snapping people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> riding, riding
1: around his uh, what Shelby or Mustang or whatever he drives, like <laughs>
0: <laughs> little dog follows him, and if you kill the dog oh, back, you just immediately die. Oh, goes rage,
1: he goes rage mode and he, just <laughs>
0: he gets an extra bar of health. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: like, please don't shoot the dog, please don't shoot the dog. Yeah, so I but
2: think I mean like Gyroto had an emote or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Gotta love those emotes. Oh, the
1: Naruto implementation was so bad, let's be honest. It
0: but was rough. They're learning. I mean, they're <laughs> learning,
1: you know? But but that being said, like, honestly, Fortnite's the only people I've seen do something where they're taking all these different disparate characters and doing something fun with them, but it's still Fortnite, right? It's still a shooter. Right, right, right. You know? Um, but, like, it'd be so interesting to see because Fortnite's not really a... It's, it's not like a... Nintendo you know like it's epic like you couldn't see Fortnite cart <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that's right. not gonna work you know It's still Nintendo has like a like I don't want to say a monopoly but they kind of hold it down for having a mix of multiplayer experiences within one you know IP Yeah, set of IPs mm-hmm. yeah that's why they're the best man that's worth the best. So I guess we should uh, wrap it up here. I mean, do y'all have any last thoughts on Nintendo? Um You know what? This is what I want to do. And I know Steve's not gonna like this.
0: Uh oh. Yeah.
1: Uh I want you to name one your favorite Nintendo multiplayer game. You know, if you had if you had to make a choice, if somebody said, Hey, this is the Nintendo game, like the best one, multiplayer game, what would it be? So my
0: favorite or the best? Yes,
1: uh, yes. <laughs> your 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 favorite best. Your favorite best. best. <laughs> so just only one. So I have I have
2: one. Can I go first? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna come out, like that, that, I have one. First. But can I go last? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go anymore. I changed you're
2: going my mind. now. Go. All right. And if you guys don't say it, I have an honorable mention afterwards. But I'm just going to say my favorite one now. And that is Diddy Kong Racing
1: on Bra! Nintendo 64. How you going to take that? Got it. But Got that's, it. It's a rare game. So that's, I think, an honorable mention. But <laughs> I, I'll, I'll count it. Go ahead. Continue. Go ahead. Diddy Kong Racing.
2: Yeah. So a lot of really good memories. And I think it's one of those games that really showed, you know, how you can take the kart racing formula and spin it, and I think it inspired, you know, Crash Team Racing, which I hear is really good. Whatever the Sonic Racing game is, which it's still weird to me to see him driving a car when he runs fashion and everything else. But you know, they got to do what they got to do. And like I said earlier, the the best racing game of all time, Garfield Kart. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm a <laughs> I'm appreciative of Diddy Kong Racing for setting just being the trendsetter in that way. Plus, it's a super solid game. You can drive, like, a hovercraft. You could drive a plane. And the boss... They were, like, boss fights, but they were boss races. And mm-hmm. super cheap. The bosses were cheap. Um, but still a whole lot of fun. And for the 264, it's smooth as butter. Games back then didn't really crash or anything. And uh, I, I could gush about that game all day. But that's all I'm going to say. Diddy Kong Race.
1: Well... I wasn't going to call Diddy Kong Racing. I actually meant to mention it much earlier. But I think Diddy Kong Racing is one of my favorite multiplayer games of all time, for sure. Same. Uh, I think it's the only game that I can definitively say that I've 100%ed. Oh, wow. That I've done uh-huh. everything that you could possibly do in the game. There's a lot. I Yeah, I've beat the game. I beat the game, got all the coins you right? Like all the coins across the level, which means that you have... It's like a circuit, right? Like four matches. You Mm -hmm. have to get all the coins in the races and get first. But you have to understand, these coins are in the most randomness, out of disrespectful places. Like, (laughs) in the water (laughs) off the course. You know what I'm saying? And you still have to win on every race back to back. So I did that. Then... I played reverse version of the game because mm. once you once you do all that, it unlocks the reverse mirror mode. Beat reverse, which is much harder. All the AI is better. Matter of fact, you know the pig, the main pig. Oh, I, the, I remember.
0: F- what's his the name? Pig dragon, dragon or, demon I know, pig. I know thing? nothing about a pig. I was talking to Kyle.
1: I wasn't talking to you. I'm too. pretty sure his name is Ganon. <laughs> I know his name is Gan. I think his name was P- Pigula. I don't know, but um, <laughs> he did it. He was dressed like Dracula. I didn't yeah, even. He, wow. I, I can't remember him. his name. But all the boss races, you had to do them perfectly. You could make zero mistakes. I mean, you couldn't even your tire couldn't touch the grass. <laughs> like you were done, and you were done. I perf. So I beat all the reverse, and then you had to do the reverse with the coins, dog. That is probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm-mm. Every every track, every race, every grand prix or every race, you had to do it for every lap or whatever. 100% of the game. 100. That's that's my uh my lifetime achievement.
0: Yeah. So anyway, have you guys have you guys played the new uh new tracks for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? I played the first
2: they, set. Is there a second are set? Are they yet? free? Are they free? They are not free.
0: Uh, They're not free. They're free if you have the online service. So they're, they're paying free. for them by, by <laughs> premium. <not> <laughs> yeah, but, but you can also, I mean, I would have just bought them um, outright. Uh, no, do? there is a second set. It's pretty good, Kyle. You should check it out.
2: When did they come out? I didn't know that.
0: Like a week and a half, two weeks ago, oh, I think. Yeah. Pretty recently. Just, maybe longer. I, I saw
1: tell. that they were announced. Yeah. Oh. Pretty recently. Good but looking anyway. out. Anyway. I had to gush on Diddy Kong Racing. It's the same. Great. I accept that choice. Um, uh, mine would have to be, and I've been going back and forth, but I think my number one favorite multiplayer game, Nintendo, would have to be Super Smash Bros. Melee. Um, without Ew. a doubt, probably the game that i spent the most time in of any game. Uh, I played it probably the reason my GPA at Georgia Tech was so low. No, I was just a bad student. It wouldn't even matter. Both. Um, yeah. <laughs> both yes um played it with my friends i my my favorite thing was somebody would be like oh you guys play smash brothers oh i'll come by and play with you and then we destroy their spirit and they'd never play with us again never see them again that was your favorite thing yeah it was my favorite thing because everybody likes to talk trash when it comes to smash brothers oh i'm so good i beat all my friends and i'm like okay cool let's play together yeah you ain't oh you ain't even ready you ain't even ready and i'm like oh cool (laughs) And then just you have to do them. it to them. You just have, you have to. to crush them. It's the first match, no, no, no warm up. They get the full hands, four stock them boys, <laughs> like, and they're I mean, like, you, Whoa. you let them, you let them get a couple
2: hits in, so that they feel like they're doing something, and nope. then you say, you
1: <laughs> nope. say, no, <nope. laughs> no, nope. I said no. I dodged no their first, I dodge their first spot, dodge their first attack, grabbed them, slammed them on the ground, <laughs> and it's over. <laughs> you know,
0: like, oh, it's different. one uh, second four stock. <laughs>
1: Um, doing tournaments, planning tournaments, training to play in tournaments, uh, almost getting first in a duos tournament against the oh. best guy at Georgia Tech was m- probably one of the hypest experiences. It was crazy. Um, and he, I remember him looking at me differently from that day. He's like, huh, hey. I, I now see you child. <laughs> <laughs> you, you earned know. some respect. <laughs> Cause I had to like hold him off. Like I had to actually fight him. Like it was. And we were over here, ah, 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 just going hard, and he he would mop everybody. So it was it was great. It was a great experience. It was ooh, I wish that was recorded. It was so fun. So anyway, definitely Smash Bros. Melee. Honorable mention: Mario Kart sixty four.
2: Ayo. Hey,
0: yo. Hmm. Well, mine's easy. I got to go with uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Hey, that's mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I love Smash, and to me, Smash, uh, Ultimate is just the best Smash.
1: Ultimate Smash.
0: Um, some would say. I honestly, since I got a Switch, I was looking forward to Smash coming out eventually. I missed, I already mentioned, I missed the Wii U, so I missed Smash 4. And when I moved to Louisiana, I joined a group of friends who all were playing Smash Pros at like the Bring Your Own Switch parties we would go to. And they were all really good. And I didn't have a Wii U, so I sucked. Uh, I sucked real hard, because I was still thinking... I was still playing like I was playing Brawl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I played Project M, so I was playing as if I was playing Project M. Melee-ish. Uh, but I knew. I swore to myself. I'm like, look, when the Switch game comes out, I'm going to buy that junk, and I'm going to get good. I' going to be the best. And I got pretty good. Um, I got pretty good. So I really enjoyed it. I have spent probably three or 400 hours in it, which isn't a lot compared to some people, but... For me, that's a lot. Um, it's it was the primary bond with some of my good friends back in Louisiana. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it was a good time, and now I'm sad because nobody here in Atlanta plays. Uh,
2: you have to be the pioneer. Mm, mm.
0: Well, the issue with being the pioneer is is no one wants to play against me because there's somebody out there. They just get clapped. You have to teach there. them. I have to teach them, yeah. There's a guy at work who just started with me and he plays he well, he played, he says. And he's like, Yeah, I'll learn. I'll get good again. I'm like, alright, bet. So I might I might get a little work league going. Hold him to it. But that would involve like actually being around people. So we'll see who actually comes up. <laughs>
2: Message him daily. Are you good Message yet? Message him daily. Can I call?
0: But yeah, I mean the game is incredible. The amount of detail like like Brad was talking about, they don't have the trophies, the galleries, but they do have spirits, which are almost as good in terms of gallery. Disagree. Um, the, mold, the the first player is trash. We all hate World of Light. That's fine. <laughs> um, they had an idea. It wasn't good. wasn't well implemented, but the gameplay down? itself is fantastic. Sakurai put out a screenshot every single day for over two years, which isn't a gameplay mechanic, but just exemplifies the love and detail and and like insane dedication that goes into that game they have almost 90 characters is it 90 characters around 90 characters which is absurd absolutely insane
1: absolutely insane.
0: it's actually somehow manages to still be fairly okay balanced for all that Mm -hmm. did smash bros
1: did smash bros
2: pioneer photo mode in games
1: no no
0: no (laughs) i don't think so i'm pretty sure does smash bros even have a photo mode
2: yeah, the pause menu has always been like a photo mode. Whenever Not you're paused mid game.
0: S- Not in the
1: originals, but like later. Like, at least uh, oh, yeah, Melee. They had the,
0: the 3D look around. At uh, Melee. Uh, Melee,
1: you couldn't take a picture, but you could look around. Uh,
0: yeah, and of course the GameCube doesn't have a screenshot function. But yes, they did have that. It's pretty cool. There was just a lot of cool stuff. I definitely, in Melee, remember like, pausing in the middle of the move and, like, looking at the animated faces Mm -hmm. and, like, the particle effects and just being like, wow, look, I made Luigi cry, you know?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Look, Mom. Look, Mom. I'm so So, good.
0: That's it. That's it for
1: me. Uh, And I I gave an honorable mention. Either I'll have an honorable mention, just the name of the game. You don't have to explain it.
2: Yeah, honorable mention. And maybe it counts as a single-player turn multiplayer, but Pokemon Stadium. On
1: Nintendo 64. Yo, let's go. Pokemon Stadium. Yes, wow. sir. The trainer. Has not... <laughs> <laughs> the trainer. Oh, the... Adonis, he uses that all the time. He was the like, trainer... make a decision or something. <laughs> the trainer has not made a decision. <laughs> What's the matter, trainer?
0: <laughs> I I think Splatoon 2 would be my uh, my honorable mention. Very good. I mean, obviously there's Mario Kart, but I don't know. Mario Kart just feels like it feels like Splatoon is just cooler to me. Ooh.
2: Mario Kart's like almost too easy to nominate. It's like,
0: yeah, exactly. How
1: dare you? I nominated Mario Kart,
2: well, the newest one. Did you you nominated the old top. one, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I know, uh, did. Mario Kart
2: sixty four. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about Double Dash. Oh man, well,
1: I was just literally about to say. <laughs> I would say the sleeper hit of all of the multiplayer games. That was secretly really good but like just never seemed to I don't know it's just maybe it was the Gamecube or something double dash it introduced so many new mechanics to the Mario Kart mm. series and I mean I Changed wish they the, I wish they'd bring back the ability to flip to change your driver oh so you man. can switch your weapon because I was always so loved good. That. I love
2: and that. the specialized weapons
1: mm-hmm it was great it was great I played that so much so the answer to the question, what makes Nintendo multiplayer games so great, is Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo and itself. you.
0: And you. We. What makes... what makes? I was going to make this joke, and I forgot until just now. I was going to say that uh, maybe the real Nintendo game is the friends you made along the way. Oh. Because really, playing with people is... You know, the Nintendo. On you're playing with. And yeah.
1: until you lose them in Mario Party. So...
0: I don't know. Sure. I
1: feel like first of all, I need to play Mario Party. I haven't played in so long. They got online uh, now. Mm. Uh, like so I you said can get earlier, angry started, at people miles away. Like I said earlier, we're gonna just not talk about multiplayer <laughs> Nintendo multiplayer online. Just talk about local. <laughs> Keep it local. <laughs> Couch um, co-op. But honestly, you know, Nintendo has definitely set the standard for multiplayer games. I, I honestly, if anybody out there disagrees with our take on Nintendo being. Probably the top of the food chain as far as multiplayer games. Love to hear your opinion. Please share it in the Discord. Share it in the comments on the YouTube video. Catch us on Facebook. Drop it on you know this post when we publish this. We would love to hear your comments and then delete it. Then delete it but, <laughs> because you know, you're wrong. <laughs> you know we'll screenshot it before you have a chance. Um, <laughs> and if you agree with our opinion, we'd love to hear about your favorite Nintendo multiplayer game and. How it, you know, how it impacted you, and why you loved it so much. Love to hear it once again on our Facebook, on YouTube, or in Discord.
0: So, catch me at church, you know,
1: or yeah, catch us in these streets. We around some of us some have a GameCube controller, controller on you. Yes, and if you do want these hands, if if you think that you are the man in Smash, holla at me. Holla! At holla. Me. Oh, we got to get an arena going. Yeah, yeah, we do. That multiplayer, though, do be rough. It do be rough. So, anyway, hey, I want to thank the boys themselves. Thank you, my brother Kyle. Thank you for being here today.
2: Always a pleasure, sir.
1: And, of course, we have to thank our brother Steve. Thank you, Steve, for gracing us with your presence.
0: You're welcome this time.
1: This time? Yes, yes. And thank you 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 to our oh well thank you thank you thank you and of course thank you to nintendo for making great games and thank you to our super agile nation our super agile family thank you for loving us watching listening and as always you can you can watch us and listen to us on pod on podcast (laughs) (laughs) okay that's right about that (laughs) (laughs) on spotify apple podcast uh google podcast soundcloud and of course you can watch the video on youtube so share it with your boys, with your girls. We in these streets. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. And until next time, peace.